0: Welcome, welcome, welcome. Episode 5 of the Bouillon Boys with myself, Jay, and the Honourable
1: Casey. How are you today? Hey, Jay. I'm doing pretty great this weekend. Um, happy Father's Day to you, by the way. Oh, thank you very much. It's Father's Day.
0: So, happy Father's Day to all the fathers around the world. Cherish your kids, you know, hey. and kids cherish your fathers. Bars! <laughs> son <laughs> but oh, yeah God. no um so yeah shout outs to to all the dads out there i'm sure casey you're going to be speaking to your dad i've already spoken to my dad today early on caught him caught him early Bing, bing, buck buck how you doing dad you know uh but yeah <laughs>
1: cool so what's been happening this week well um what's happened this week uh let's see where do we start uh this week uh, J Cole and No Name have been beefing as of late. Um, uh, no Name is um, she's a female artist um, from uh, Chicago. She's a lyricist. Uh, she's mm-hmm. really dope, by the way. So basically, how this all started? Um, no Name put out a Twitter, a tweet on Twitter saying, uh, "Poor black folks all over the country are putting their bodies on the line in protest." for our collective safety and y'all favorite stop selling rappers, not even willing to put a tweet up. She wrote, and, and then she proceeds to say, and N word hold discographies choreographies be about black plight and in nowhere to be found. And basically it doesn't really take a rocket scientist to, to figure out who she was basically uh, tweeting about um, J Cole and Kendrick Lamar been, been, you know, making, talking about black issues and their music their entire career, and what's crazy about that tweet for me is that after she put that out, um, a day or two days later, pictures were taken of both J. Cole and Kendrick protesting among uh, protesters in their Uh-oh. respective state. Uh-oh. So, <laughs> so right, after, right after that tweet, J. Cole basically wrote a song called Snow on the bluff and end the song he raps about saying my IQ is average. There's a young lady out there. She way smarter than me. I scrolled through her timeline in these wild times and I started to read. She mad at these, at these white folks. She mad at these capitalists and mad at these murder police. She mad at my N word. She mad our ignorance. She wear her heart on her sleeve. She mad at the celebrities. I low-key thinking she talking about me. And Oof, That's not bad. That's not bad. That's poetic. It sounds dope, but then in the end of the song, he's saying basically he doesn't like about the Queen's tone, you know? Oh. So he didn't like her tone basically because he felt that she was speaking directly to him knowing that, you know, he was out here putting out not really putting out but like he was protesting and can i
0: ask you a question on that then yeah so is does he have the right to be mad in your opinion does he have the right to be mad about her tone if he was out there doing this stuff and she
1: assumed that he wasn't i'll be honest with you um Mm. this there there are a lot of mixed after he put out the stat song, there are a lot of mixed opinions. Like pretty divided, a lot of people were on her side, and a lot of people were on his side, including Chance the Rapper, who who was basically bigging up No Name. So uh... for me personally, I think she spoke too soon because yep, like you cannot put a tweet out, and then the thing about it is that she knows J Cole, like she knows him pretty well, you know. Oh. You cannot you can you cannot put out a tweet out. Um, subliminally saying that your favorite rappers are nowhere to be found in um, regards to black issues, and then you know they're out here protesting. And not only that, but like J. Cole and Kendrick Lamar have been talking about black black issues their entire career, so it's not fair for you to put out a tweet like that. Yeah. And then my issue is that we live in a space where a lot of people they tend to put their favorite artists on a pedestal, expecting Mm. them to be activists, expecting them to talk about certain issues that's been happening. I agree to a certain degree that if you have a big platform, you you should use that platform to sit to talk about what's happening around the world where the minority, the people who are not... How to say? The people who are basically not um favorable or certain things um yeah you know like
0: the 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 underclasses the people that that
1: exactly like if you have if you have that platform use your platform for a bigger uh, cause Mm. i i do agree with that but nowadays too many people tend to put their favorite artists on a pedestal and expect them to be something that they're not and that's the problem that i have and it goes back to what we spoke about um, in regards to uh, Dave Chappelle's um, oh, special yeah. A46, where he said, and he's special, that the streets, they don't need me. Let the streets speak for themselves. Talk. You know, <laughs> because Dave Chappelle has basically, he was basically responding to Dan, Don Lenham because Don Lenham, yeah. um, who's a CNN host, was basically calling out specific um, artists saying, where are they? Yeah, they should where be speaking. are you? They mm-hmm. should be speaking about, about these issues. And in response, Dave Chappelle said he was waiting for him to say his name because <laughs> Dave Chappelle's been speaking about black issues his entire committee career. Yeah. So he basically was saying, listen, I've been speaking about this stuff my entire career. I don't need to say anything. You, like and to be fair, to be fair,
0: he did run off to Africa for the whole black issue stuff. The reason why he left the set that day and just went was because he made a joke about, I think it was a black stereotype. And there was one guy that was laughing and he said it wasn't a laugh like he's laughing at the joke. He's laughing at the black man doing it. So he said, nah, I'm done. I'm done. You're not going to force me to do these jokes or, or write these skits. And then I'm just going to get laughed at for, for being effectively a coon. So he's like nope. Then he then he goes off. He goes off. Right, but right. Another question then on the on the J Cole issue. So Chance the rapper jumps in out of nowhere,
1: right? Yeah, he basically came out of nowhere defending no name um saying that um he basically was like to make a long story short, I'm not going to read the tweet out, but to yeah. make a long story short, he basically implied saying um he could have like basically went into private and like messaged her instead of like putting out a song about her, you know. And then in the end of the tweet he basically was saying it's not for black women to educate black men on certain issues. And I completely agree with that because we as black men, we're old enough to do the research on our own and educate ourselves on what's been happening around the world, you know. Yeah. And but I think I, I, I think it's it's a case of you shouldn't be everybody
0: should be doing their own research, right? There, exactly. There shouldn't, be, there shouldn't be a case where it's like, oh, black women shouldn't have to do this for black men. I think it's vice versa. Black men shouldn't have to do research for black women, if that makes sense as well. And I don't think anybody should be doing research for anyone else. You're supposed to be responsible for your own knowledge and growth, right? Because yeah, you, ultimately, you're, ultimately you're the dick. You're you're, <laughs> you're you're the you're the person who dictates when and where your continual development stops, right? Exactly. Because there's people in their 60s that are learning new languages and instruments and, and stuff like that. There's people there's very people true, in very their true. 80s that are gaming. You know what I mean? So you're the person who should know, all right, this is where I want to stop. So you're ultimately responsible for your own ignorance in some respect. Sometimes you may be born in a place where you don't get all the information and you don't have yeah. access to it because, because of the internet. But once you do, it's go time. It's go time but i i really don't see where chance the rapper is really jumping in other than just to de- defend his friend right and i think her premise um was it no name's premise of um was it her that said that i shouldn't be educating black men
1: no 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 it wasn't it wasn't her uh, she didn't imply that but oh, okay. J, um chance the rapper implied it the reason why he implied uh, that is because um he, and he song he basically said that you know how he referred to himself as saying my IQ is pretty average and I don't feel um I don't feel that I should be the person to be in the forefront of all of this and then yeah. he was bigging up no name saying how smart she is and how she's been doing all of this activism so she's the perfect person to kind of like lead uh, uh lead the way within her platform in regards to black issues right now You know, because, you know, he basically needs to educate himself a bit more. And he basically speaking for himself and saying that, listen, at this present time, I don't feel well equipped to say what needs to be said um, within these current times, you know? So So I appreciate the fact that you know that you... You need to educate yourself more. Like it's not like it's not like he blatantly said something ignorant and everybody came out and like, you know, um
0: Okay, so so if I come at it from a different angle, right? So say I come at it that J. Cole, you know, this is purely speculation, obviously, because none of us um are speaking to J. Cole. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know, unfortunately. But if you think about it, if you come from one angle where you say, is he saying i've got an is it uh, the average iq bar is it the fact that he's saying well i'm pretty dumb and you know even i know that you are talking about how you hate these other people and how you like it but you're still coming to tell me how i should be doing something when you didn't even look to find out that i was doing other things so even though i have an average iq i can tell that i'm out there. Doing the activist stuff with the other people, with this, you know, we're arguably with the same IQ as me. Since you're so smart, why on? You know what I mean? Mm. Could he be doing it that way, right? Do you think that's the reason why Chance jumped in? Because he's probably reading it, thinking, "What does he mean? He's got an average IQ, but da da da." And he, I can see that she sees a bunch of this stuff happening, and she's still targeting um, no. J Cole.
1: I mean when he said my IQ, like um jaco was referring to himself and then you know no name's been doing a lot of activism work as of late, and then she's putting out she's been basically spreading um a lot of like um you know black related issues that's been happening in america supporting um uh, the black lives matter movement so yeah. you know yeah more power to her but i'm thinking more power to her but i just think me personally I
0: just think she jumped Mm. to the gun way too close because same and i think j cole thinks the same thing and he knows And he
1: thinks the same thing because listen like the guy was already out there protesting it's just that he didn't say anything he didn't tweet about it he didn't people are just taking pictures of him and then she just spoke out too soon and then a lot of people were so quick to cancel j cole because of the way he Spoke about her in his song, and then people didn't like the fact that he, he said he didn't like her tone. You know, yeah, he didn't like tone. He's justified,
0: though. I think like, he's justified. I, like, think, I think. How can you, yeah. how
1: can you, how can people get mad at J. Cole for saying something how he feels about a certain situation where the guy's been speaking about black issues his entire, he's been rapping about black issues his entire career? Like, yep. so I just, I just personally think that, you know, it goes, even this cancel, this cancel culture, honestly, is toxic. Like, people need to stop. <laughs> not, yeah, it's crazy. It's like, crazy. People cancel, need to...
0: Even the word cancel. Like, I'm going to cancel. you You're canceled. It doesn't even... It doesn't really make no, sense. I nobody mean, never danger... really gets
1: canceled, honestly speaking. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, the like, danger ca- of
0: it... The danger of it... I remember one of the, the early days where um, I think one of the major music platforms was going to cancel... um oh, who was it? They were going to cancel a rapper. I forgot the name of the rapper. I don't know if it was A Boogie or someone else because of his, his previous crime, like his history of crime. But then they were like, you're only doing this to hip-hop artists because there's a ton of rock bands and a ton of other guys that did some questionable stuff in their past, right? But you're going to ban the young rapper from, and this is arguably the only way he can get out of his current situation. So, um the guy who who um owns top dog top dog uh tde top dog mm-hmm. entertainment um he threatened one of the music platforms it says look if you take him off i'm taking our entire library off that's including kendrick absol um schoolboy q and um i forgot the singer what's her name but he was gonna take scissor uh, scissor ev- he, he was gonna take everybody off there and surprise surprise the music platform like goes back and says all right no 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 we're not going to do that right so it's like the similar thing with the r kelly stuff like Mm. you know they go oh i'm going to cancel r kelly but uh, you know i think there's there there's a people see there's a difference between the art and the person to a degree i mean if you do some really crazy stuff then you're one in the same i'm sorry you know i I mean mean? (laughs) at the end of the
1: day at the end of the day it's really it boils down to you personally like are you able are you able to separate a person's like an artist's personal life with their creativity basically yeah and also do you
0: want to keep funding them that's the key thing because if they're active and the money they're getting from those songs so say for example r kelly sold off a bunch of his catalogs so if you're listening to his music it's not going to him it's going to some executive somewhere in a yacht or someone else who owns the music but if you're thinking am i going to be going and buying the tickets and all this and and buying their tickets buying merch and the money's going funding this person directly then i would say "Oof, that's 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 your own personal limit you know so i think the cancel culture is a bit toxic i think the most toxic part about the cancel culture is when large platforms try and get involved in the discussion Like, could you imagine if your internet service provider said, um, I think that gambling is bad. Therefore, nobody who uses my internet connection can access a gambling website. Do you see what I mean? That's very dangerous. So that's what we're on the verge of now when it's like um, Twitter, um, Facebook, YouTube. They're so big, right? Um, that if if the people there decide to get involved in the social conversation and cancel certain things based on their own views then it starts Mm. to get a bit dangerous i mean i don't mind if like say for example twitter so twitter you can have anything on there like naked pictures videos all that extra stuff it's just hidden behind a filter if um somebody like trump in his tweets or somebody does a tweet out there and it says oh um you know this is this is fake news or this is dangerous content fair enough right if they're violating your rules fair enough but if there's a clear clear well, not clear but if there's a gray area where it can go either way and you get involved or you get involved too early as a platform um or as as a service provider i think it's it's really um dangerous for to just cancel somebody based on on what they're saying because mm. it's one of these things right so on my facebook since this whole um since the whole black lives matter thing has gotten globalized now um there's a couple people that i knew from secondary school that are quite racist right right and obviously it's, it's behind this weird guise of oh what about this what about you know is it the standard stuff standard stuff so but the thing is i don't block them and I don't unfriend them. The reason why is how do you know what your enemy's doing if you can never see them? Does that make sense? So yeah. you need to understand their thought patterns and what makes them think that way and just be aware of that going forwards. Whether or not you'd use it, or you know, it's up to you. If you ever find yourself in a discussion, then you know, oh, he's going to pull this information. I've seen this before. I've seen that. You know, know your enemy and and, and all that stuff. I think it's in the art of war somewhere. I remember reading it, but I don't remember the passages. (laughs) True, that's that's quite annoying. But yeah, but I think I think it's the cancer culture is just
1: crazy. It's just crazy. It's 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 absolutely crazy. Like even where in certain instances where they try to bring up some um, some issues that certain artists may have um, may may have. I don't know done that was like 20 years ago like how are you gonna bring up the same person like you're not not, they're not the same person like (laughs) it's like why are you bringing up something that somebody did about 20 years ago and then you're just gonna jump to the gun and be like cancelled like aren't you gonna aren't you gonna let that person like okay they've probably paid for what they've done back then but give them the time to explain themselves and like apologize and then over the tw- over the course judge them judge them for who they are right now for for yeah. the act for their actions that you've seen right now especially you
0: know? when they've paid for their crimes because if you think exactly. about it if you think about the fact that if you're um if you go to prison right the whole idea well the dream right is that somebody does something bad they break a law they get penalized for it they get sent to prison. they get rehabilitated they they learn from their mistakes and they come out as a different person never to commit that crime again. That's the idea of prison, obviously, the reality is a flipping joke right, mm, right. <laughs> but that's the idea of prison and in some places um I don't know if it's Norway where it's actually kind of like that where it's it's kind of like you're in it's like an open, open kind of prison where I believe you're tagged but you get you participate like you go on a farm and you just work and you do stuff you, normal stuff right mm-hmm. and you know I'm sure the reconviction rates are, are are really low there compared to the US where they lock you in a cage treat you like an animal and then you'll commit another crime within six months and you're back in you see sure. what I mean so yeah. um, the, the crazy thing about judging people for their past is the fact that you can't, the, the idea is of humans and the human experience of being a person, right? In, in this universe is the fact that, that the benefit of a human is you're able to always change and learn and progress. You never get, you only get stuck in your ways if if that's what you choose to be, if that makes sense. You just have to work harder. As you get older, you just have to work a bit harder to keep changing, you know? I heard somewhere that the easiest like your teen years are where you're really molding yourself during your twenties. That's when you develop your, your character, right? Your personality. True. And then through your thirties, it's harder for you to change, but it's still possible. So you can change and learn right. Forties is the same thing. Fifties. It just gets a lot harder for you to change the habits that you're used to doing. Right. Because by that time you've done those habits, thousands of thousands of times, like chewing your nails, for example, if it, right. it's easier for you to quit chewing your nails in your twenties than it is in your fifties. Why? Because it's a habit that you've been doing over the course of 50 years versus somebody doing it over the course of 20 years. Right. True. true. So it's, 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 it's just that, but yeah. Oh, cancer. We probably need our own, uh, probably need to go in, in, uh, in depth into, into this cancer culture stuff as, as time goes on, we'll probably get another guest on here actually to talk about it. But, um, Oh, I wonder if we could get a victim of the cancel culture as well.
1: That'll be, that'll be, that'll be very interesting just so we can have a perspective on um, how he affected them in their daily life and how they uh, move forward with it, you know? So that would be a very interesting topic to have with a person that has dealt with that. But I wouldn't, yeah. Mm. Yeah. I was just going to say, but honestly, cancel culture is the, is currently, it's, it's really toxic. If I'm being quite honest, it's really toxic and, Nobody never really gets canceled, if I'm being honest, (laughs) because people tend to to cancel a person and then they're still going to listen to what they release or what they've released, uh, whether it be a movie or a song or whatever. And then people tend to be very selective uh, when it comes to cancel culture. You can have two individuals that may have done the same crime, but just because you like that other person more than the other one, you're going to feel the need to you know not cancel you know yeah. kind of like I think, I think the
0: only way it would work is if there's like a set a set bunch of rules right you know like child child molesters and 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 rapists and and killers like it's it's kind of like a it's it's one of those things where it's like if you break a law then that's your that's your consequence right mm-hmm. so if you're convicted of doing something as a public figure then they're like you know what the judge will say no social media for you ever you see what i mean right right. i think that would make sense you know if you're like some some crazy racist guy and you're inciting violence and other races and the judge you get found guilty of it the judge will be like you know what no social media for the next 10 to 20 years you know Mm. so
1: yeah yeah but anyway crazy
0: crazy crazy what else this week what have we what else have we been uh been up to uh i think we uh what did we say last week the five bloods
1: well last week um we spoke about how we we're gonna like you know just have a look at the movie the five bloods which was uh um done by spike lee and uh gave our opinion on it and uh i've had a look at it and honestly it's uh, uh it's I don't want to be okay. I'm a bit biased because it's Spike Lee, so I'm gonna say it plain. <laughs> it's for me. It was a great movie. It was a great movie saying, saying the perspective. Well, even I don't know if this is a, a like a based on a true story or if this this is you know fiction. Yeah, but like um, I like I like the fact that we're seeing. Yeah, I think, it's fiction. Sing- yeah. It should, I think it's fiction. I think it's fiction. I like the fact that we're seeing. I mean, I. Disc probably could, re- could relate to a lot of Black Americans that that fought through Vietnam during that time, where they fought they fought for their country. At the same time, fighting for their lives, and another man's country, and being hated over there, and being and still being hated when they come back to into yep. America. So hashtag that, Black
0: Experience,
1: mate. So. That's basically what this movie did for me. It is basically that black men had to deal with being hated on another man's country, fighting for your country, fighting for the freedom of your country and for others while still coming back to your own and still fighting the injustices that's being brought upon you, even though you were a war veteran, which is quite unfortunate. And then you're seeing these black men, they go back out there so that they can find one of their fellow soldiers that basically died over there um, protecting um, their country. Yep. Within that, And then at the same time, wanting to collect the gold that was left over there so that they can inject it into the black community. You mm-hmm. know? And then amongst all of it, um, one of them um, basically Paul, uh, the actor uh, Delroy Lindo, who played uh, Paul within the movie, you're seeing him... Is this a hashtag deep...
0: spoiler? Is this a hashtag spoiler? Yeah, we're we we basically... Forwards, yeah. This, this, so... is <laughs> this is a spoiler. This
1: is a, this is a <laughs> spoiler. This is probably spoiler a huge spoiler. Spoiler alert. How far is this towards... Yeah, is this towards the end of the movie? Um, this is... I would say this is um, starting from in the middle towards the end, where, Ooh. you know... Each individual yeah. is giving their perspective on um, the aftermath of the Vietnam War, how they cope with their lives. Uh, how and then it affected them. How it affected them. And then you're seeing the, the character, Paul, who's played by Delroy Lindo, where he's dealing with these personal demons of the war and also having these nightmares and him having a very distant... Relationship with his son, oh, and PTSD then, and as the movie um you see where, you know, how they want to get the gold. The purpose of this gold from the beginning, um, the the character played by Chadwick Boseman, he said that he wanted the gold to go back to America, and he wanted to he wanted it to be injected into the black community. You know. And then, when all of them come back, um, Paul, uh, he basically um, gets the gold. He defined the gold. But he wants the gold to himself. And then he starts to get greedy. And as the movie um some of them um, died. One accidentally dies like by a landmine. And it the movie starts to get a bit quite kind of sad, but then again, it kind of shows what black people, black um, soldiers, war black war heroes basically had to deal with during the Vietnam War, and then going back to America, what they had to deal with as well. So yeah. I think it was a very it was a very well written movie by uh, by Spike Lee. I was not expecting this. Um, This is a thumbs up for me. Uh, What did you think?
0: Yeah, I think it's good. Uh, I gave it a good review. The only reason... um, Actually, no, I think it it was a really good movie. It gives people the perspective of a black soldier. Because how many war films have you seen where it's only been from one side? So the typical American... um, World War
1: II. um... Yeah,
0: you know, I'm going to come and save the world you know you know i'm a white guy i may be late 20s early 30s good teeth you know uh
1: <laughs> i mean decent, decent
0: hairstyle you know you fly in i think i think it was it this shows the perspective this shows um a storytelling ability for a war film from a different perspective and i think it's a perspective that not everybody sees and not everybody is aware of because a lot of these wars there were African American people fighting in it. Yep. And um you don't typically see that. You don't even see it in much of the archives when people talk about the war. Um a lot of the videos and a lot of the um a lot of the videos and, and a lot of the the memorabilia in terms of well just online at least it doesn't necessarily seem like there were black people there. But then the the contrast is a lot the contrast, the backdrop is Muhammad Ali Arguably the greatest heavyweight boxer, or the greatest heavyweight boxer of all time, didn't want to, didn't want to go to Vietnam because he was saying he didn't want to go out there to kill um, kill other people that haven't done his people anything at all. Exactly, which is, you know. And there's a key part in in the movie where um, so a, a part of warfare, uh, which I found out recently. Well, recent being in the past ten years. Um, what they do is mental warfare so you had the propaganda um you know pumping through the radio stations in vietnam addressed to black soldiers because they knew that black soldiers were 30 percent of the soldiers out there but only 10 percent of the united states population so there was a huge amount of black soldiers out there and um they were pumping propaganda through the station saying look you don't they don't even care about your own people they killed malcolm x um, they're killing all your black people back home, but you're out here fighting for them. You know, yeah. You should put down, put down your weapons and 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 do whatever. But again, that was propaganda. Even though it's true, they just wanted to split the ranks of the American army whilst they're in Vietnam. And um, the the key thing about the the Muhammad Ali backdrop is he went to prison because he didn't see he didn't see why he should go overseas and fight for a country that obviously didn't love, um, him. didn't love him and this film gives you that perspective of the guys that did go out there and right. fight for the fight fight um for the country but then ha- were torn because again their brothers and cousins are getting killed in the states whilst they still have to fight out there it's it was it was a good movie i think for me um i give it a thumbs up as well i think i give it a thumbs up as well would you do you think it's one of the best movies to come out this year
1: Wow, the definitely, yeah. Um, given the times that we're currently living in, this was a great movie for what it represents for for black people as a whole.
0: Yeah, it gives I think a the perspe- timing was good. The yes, time the
1: timing was, was very was very good, and I mean, who better than to execute a movie as good <laughs> as this one as Spike Lee himself? Like Spike Lee is no stranger to addressing black issues uh, throughout his career and his movies. Spike. So, like I, this was this was perfectly executed. Honestly, nice. I think I think it was really good as well. Bit
0: gory, a lot of gore. There were some yeah. images in there from the Vietnam War that I did. I was happy not seeing. <laughs> I tell you that <laughs> I was so happy not seeing those. But um, I guess it gives you the the gruesome it gives you a gruesome like look on how real it was but mate there were some pictures in there i was like this is what really happened and video yeah. as well Do you know like the napalm with the kids running away i was like this is yeah. just crazy
1: crazy even apart apart for how black people were affected by the war in vietnam it also shows the side of how The Vietnamese people were were, were affected because of all of the landmines that still remain on the ground and how any any one of them could just randomly just walk to them and they would have lose the limb. So you can see the perspective of 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 on that side and also how we affected them.
0: The colonial aspect as well, because uh, uh, like we know the USA were there, but also the French, the French were there and um yeah th- you know they they played a big part there um with you know um i think the angle that the film took was the french people exploiting the vietnamese people because you have that one woman whose family's fortune was built on um owning sugar and rice plants there i think or like you know um and fields so i think that is that is also telling as well which is which is uh, it shows you know like if it if the, the only other people there were French American and Vietnamese people who are all involved, but it was, whew, it was a good film. It was a good, it gives yeah. you a really good, a really good perspective on how, um, the Vietnamese and, and, and sort of the black Americans, uh, felt during that war and, and the stuff that was going on as well. So I guess that's a two thumbs up from, from, uh, from myself and KC So, do we have anything else that's been popping off in the news
1: this Um, week? I mean, Trump had his rally. Oh. um, (laughs) Honestly speaking, um, basically Trump, uh, he decided that it was a good idea to have a political rally in Tulsa on on the 19th. Yes. No so, Trump, no. <laughs> and
0: why? what
1: makes this what makes this even more disgusting and despicable is the fact that he pretended that he didn't know what that's that significant date meant to black people.
0: Bro, I was and, born in the UK,
1: right? And it sparked a lot of controversy <laughs> uh, amongst everybody, and therefore he was forced to move the date. Move The date up basically, he couldn't have yeah. it under like, it, but did you see the excuse
0: they used? They said that some of their staff members tested positive for COVID 19, so they cancelled it, but then they let it happen a day later. What? Listen, it's, <laughs> it's... oh, I, I think it's, I think it's like, uh, like I was saying, I'm born in the UK, and even I know, like, even me, English boy, English, why I know that. That's it's just mad. It is actually. It's actually mad. So, oof. Trump, mate. Uh, yeah. So, oh, uh, there's another aspect to this as well that I found out. So, K-pop. K-pop is that it? K-pop? Or J-pop? Uh, it's K-pop, isn't it? Korean pop music. Those fans.
1: Y- yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. So, Trump um, book, tried to book out an arena, right? And he was like, Oh, right. we've got tons of people coming. Good tens of people. <laughs> and basically, he, the K-pop people... Like, these kids, these teenagers, all brought hundreds of tickets from <laughs> using, like, their parents' cards and stuff. So, by doing that, the turnout sort of dropped. There wasn't enough people to fill the stadium because all the kids brought all the tickets.
1: Right, right. I even saw. So, thought...
0: Yeah, so it's it's been crazy. So, people has been tweeting out
1: um, that... Um, because I, I saw today that um he had a, uh, about 6,200 people that came up to the rally in a stadium that had the capacity of holding uh, over 19,000 people. Yep. Cause... So, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. So, K-pop, shout out to the K-pop fans. They would They really, and these are teenagers. So, can you imagine how much they actually hate this current administration and what's going on right now? So, there's hope for the future, man. You know the children are our future and all that stuff but it is it's 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 actually it's actually crazy i think this is i think doing this is better than cancel culture doing stuff yeah. being inventive and <laughs> inventive sabotage is a lot better which is not dangerous obviously which is, is a lot better than cancel culture because rather than just you know you know what i mean because effectively instead of can doing something like um calling in a bomb threat or something to cancel the event the the better thing was buy all the tickets up Just pull a fifty cent. Buy all the front row tickets to a jar rule concert. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> oh good, shout out to Fiddy. But yeah, I think I think that, that's probably that that was the best thing, man. But um I think that's
1: it for this week. This is a short one this week, isn't it? Yeah, it was a short one. Uh, I mean we had week? a we had a couple of music that's dropped um, on Friday Ooh. actually. Um talk. Uh, um, tiana taylor finally dropped her her album which um i haven't listened to it yet but um i'm super excited about it it is i already know it's gonna be amazing uh mm. wale dropped a really uh a really short ep but i heard some people saying i was it's really dope uh i'm assuming this is going to be something a bit political in regards to what's been happening a- in these times you know wale Wale has always spoke highly of black people, about black women, about black issues uh, throughout, you know, in his music. Not just black issues, but like he had other themes like party songs. But he's always you can always count on Wale to talk about black <laughs> I issues. Think when... I don't think anybody's ever said that ever
0: in the history of, uh, of talking really? about Wale. What that you can always count on him to talk about black issues. Yeah, okay. Well, I'm saying you're a pioneer in saying it. I'm not saying that it's wrong. It's very well true, but I'm just saying you're probably the <laughs> the first person. Like, you know, like, Black Issues are ah, Wally. Wale, Wale. He's Wale. actually African, isn't he? He's not African-American. He's actually he, african uh,
1: Yeah, he's Nigerian.
0: Yes, Wale. Was it Wale, Wale Ade,
1: Adeyemi? <laughs> Ooh, is that, is no. that his name? What's his full name? I'm not sure, actually. Oof. Wait, let me just have a look. Yeah. His full name is... is... Olu Victor Akinte That is his oh, okay. full government. Alright, so
0: so I said it, I said it wrong. But shout outs to Wale, man. I rate it's him disrespect. actually. He's really he's like, no, it's not a disrespect. He's a really good guy, man. He's a really good guy. Um Listen, It's just that he doesn't he has no time for industry fluff, which is why I respect him. I respect yeah. him a lot. Um he has no like did you see when he was on um what's that thing with DJ Academics on Complex? um what's ah, that qu- i forgot i forgot yeah. um oof, but yeah he was on there and he was just not entertaining anything mate <laughs> they were just trying to well what do you think of this what do you think of that who are you beefing with and he's like Well, i don't you know so he comes off a bit cold but i think it's it's because he just doesn't have time to deal with a lot of the rubbish yeah yeah
1: and um besides that we had a we got a, a release from uh john legend Uh, which would be really dope as well and yeah
0: oh okay cool so it sounds like that is that for all of the releases this week um so yeah thanks for everybody for listening to episode five for myself jay and casey hey hey thank you very much guys peace have a
1: good one bye